welcome to the first episode of Life Unmasked. This podcast has been a dream of mine for years, but it wasn't until a few months ago when I decided to stop dreaming and finally make it a reality. Life Unmasked is a podcast that will be talking about all things related to dating, whether it be online dating, in-person dating, which most of us in 2020 have not been successful at, to emotional health, talking about depression, anxiety, why we feel the way that we do. And I can speak for myself that the 10 years that was 2020, there were emotions in me that came up that I didn't even realize were there. And I know that if I have been through that, if I have felt that and struggled with it, that other people have to as well. And while I'm going to be talking about those things, I'm also going to be bringing up topics that most Christians want to talk about, they need to talk about, but they don't know how. And it's mostly because some of these topics... There's so much shame attached to them. But if we can get past the point of shame and actually start having conversations that need to be had, maybe they wouldn't feel so shameful anymore. Maybe these things that the church and Christians need to talk about will actually start to be talked about because they need to be. I know there are a ton of things that my friends and I, we sit around and we're like, why doesn't the church talk about sex or how at a young age, body shaming has become a thing? Things that we need to hear, but nobody wants to talk about them. Nobody even wants to touch them with a 10-foot pole. So that's why I'm here, because this is what I live for. I live for having real, authentic talks about relationships, about emotional health, and about things that might seem a little taboo. So when I was Thinking about topics for my first episode, I realized that it would be pretty emotional for me if I didn't talk about my own story. Um, And I say that because this is me right? I am the person who I lived my life behind a mask for a really long time. I wanted to be that perfect girl who her hair was always done, makeup was always on point. I tried to always look my best. I, I thought that if I always looked presentable, then no one would be able to actually figure out that what was underneath wasn't as beautiful. 
And so when I decided um, what my first episode should be, I was like, how fitting would it be to bring them in to the real authentic side of Kimberly? And I know my friends and a lot of my family already know these things about me, but I'm sure that I'm going to have listeners who have no idea who I am, who this is your first interaction with me. I also know, and I've heard that doing a podcast by yourself is nerve-wracking and a bit intimidating, and I'm going to be honest, I am feeling all of that at this very moment, but if I am going to have a podcast where I am removing the mask on things and topics that we need to talk about, I also feel like doing something that is outside of my comfort zone and a little bit of a risk for me would only make sense. So, let me start with this. This podcast actually started as something else a few years ago. Back in 2015, my friend Erin and I, we had started an online campaign called the I Am Enough campaign, and it was targeted to mostly helping fight against human trafficking in the porn industry. And while we were there to help and encourage other people and fight back against these things, I'm going to say that I was a bit selfish in the fact that while I loved helping other people, and I still do to this day, I mostly did it to help myself. The campaign started because I myself had been sex trafficked. When I was 14, I was in an abusive relationship with a a guy who had no business choosing me, who I shouldn't have let choose me, but my need and desperation to feel, feel loved overtook all of that when you're young and you see the movies I don't know anybody else but I was one of those people who I loved watching all the romance movies the Disney movies the Hallmark movies all of the above and I would watch these movies and TV shows and be so enamored by these people in love and I just wanted that I wanted to have that feeling that when I met a guy who was a bit older than me who told me that I was beautiful I became a sucker and I said yes I said yes to a guy who I had no business ever saying yes to There was a ton of red flags. For one, his hygiene was not on point. (laughs) I don't even recall seeing him shower, but he was very particular about the way that I showered. 
um, he had a thing with marijuana. He was constantly doing drugs, constantly drinking. And while that might not have been my thing at the age of 14, there was this appeal because he was a bad boy. People liked him and they knew him and he kind of had this popular bad boy air to him and I just got sucked in. It wasn't until I was much older in my upper 20s when I realized that Everything that he had put me through when I was 14 had a name. I didn't realize when I was 14 that it wasn't part of the relationship, that him forcing me to have sex with other guys, there was a name attached to it. Sex trafficking. I'm not even for sure at what point I started thinking I should start keeping track of how many guys I'm having sex with but I did and in the course of a year I was forced to have sex with over 200 guys some were regulars some was just one time but in the course of all that I started to get to a point where I didn't feel like me. I started to disassociate myself from the reality that was in front of me. And even up until a few years ago, I wouldn't have even said that I was a survivor or a victim. There was so much shame attached to it. And I started to realize, having conversations while going through my healing process, that there are a lot of girls that there's so much shame attached to not just being forced to have sex with people, but just shame in general with being raped being taken advantage of, having been molested as a child, things that I have all endured, but there's so much shame attached to it that we don't want to talk about it. We want to put on a mask, and that was my life. I lived years of my life never even talking about the abuse. I didn't want to talk about it. Because what was happening was anytime I would talk about the abuse that I endured, not even the trafficking part, but just the abuse that I had went through from being hit and raped by a man who was supposed to love me, there was something that would come over the people's faces that I would share. They would always have one of two reactions. One being they felt incredible sadness and this pity would just come over them and they would start to treat me like I was a broken person. When I didn't 
necessarily always feel broken, even though I did. I wouldn't even admit it. But then you had the other side where it was just so hard for people to hear that they would put me at arm's length and they would never let me get close because they couldn't fathom the type of hurt and pain I had endured. And so when it came time for me to start talking about what I had gone through, I felt like I was in jeopardy of losing it all. I thought I was going to lose my friends, my family, everything that I had worked my whole life for. I saw it all kind of slipping away because I was so afraid that people wouldn't love me. They, would, they wouldn't accept me once they knew what I had actually gone through. When I decided to finally make a public post talking about me having been trafficked, It was mostly, in, I mostly got support. Most of my friends and family were supportive. I remember getting one phone call from my cousin after the, the blog post had went viral. And my cousin first accused me of lying. And even though everything inside of me wanted to yell at her for saying that I lied I also knew that she needed to go through the process just like I did and as I'm sitting there and I'm listening to her talk all of a sudden she starts coming to this realization even within herself of There's no way that I could have lied about this. And so as I sat on the phone with her, listening to her work it all out, I started to realize that I now started something that I can't go back from, right? Like, I've now opened the door to letting people not just see me, but actually see me. I had removed this mask, this barrier that I had put up, and I'm now having to allow people into a place that felt dirty. But it was in that conversation that I actually learned that there were other people who had also been sexually abused and raped that I didn't even know about. Um, A couple weeks later, decided to slut shame me a guy friend who I had had for years upon years he was one of my best friends and he decided that slut shaming me was the best option and wow that was incredibly hurtful and something that still pains me to this day 
having actually shared part of my story made me realize who my true friends were. Had I never shared that, he probably would still be my friend to this day. But because I shared that, I got to see a side of him that I needed to see. I needed to see exactly how unhealthy he was and what he actually thought about me in the process. A lot of times when you reveal something dark and painful, you actually get to see the real character of the people around you. And in this case, I got to see his. So, this podcast isn't something that just randomly came about. This podcast came from me going through my own journey of healing and figuring myself out along the way. I started asking myself the questions, what would it look like to date after going through tragedy? And we have that coming up here in a couple of weeks. Um, I'm going to be talking with a really great friend of mine um, as we talk about our own traumas and dating and relationships and what that has looked like in the process. But as I'm working through, going through my own journey of dating and finding love and letting people in and exploring what relationships look like now, I wanted to bring other people along for the the journey with me. And so... As this podcast continues, I want this to be an outlet for you guys. I want you to know that there's other people out there who might not have had the best dating life, might be perpetually single. I, myself, have a tendency of (laughs) choosing guys who are always bad for me and it wasn't until recently that I figured out why. Thank God for counselors and other podcasts and people who just have their life together. But in the process of this, I'm letting you guys in on the journey and I'm letting you guys figure out along with me what dating looks like what healthy relationships look like what would it look like if we could be the healthiest versions of ourselves what would it look like if we stopped acting like having anxiety and depression was a disease I feel like that's a big topic that people are too afraid to actually talk about. And with 2020 and everything that we have been through in 2020 as a world, as a society, it goes beyond even the coronavirus. It goes beyond politics and everything else that's happening around us. 2020 was the year 
where things came about that none of us fully expected. Um, You can hear me say it. You'll probably hear me say it a ton. That 2020 was the year when the things that were hidden finally came to light. And while some of those things are exciting because they needed to be they needed to be brought to light some of it was actually pretty painful a lot of it was really painful 2020 was the year where we stayed locked up when mental and emotional health was the highest it's ever been where you go onto dating apps and you're no longer just having to navigate the good and the bad. You're now not having to navigate the good, the bad, the ugly to the most complicated of people. And do I have stories? <laughs> Boy, do I have stories of online dating. And that's what this podcast is. This podcast is going to be completely unscripted. It's going to be raw and authentic and just us having conversations. So I want to enjoy ask you to join me in the process, ask you to come along on the journey and write in questions give me your feedback talk to me about what you want to hear about because even though this is my podcast this is your podcast too I asked my friends a couple weeks ago what are some things that you wish people would talk about but they never do and that's where a lot of these topics that I'm going to be bringing along the way have come from But I also want to hear from you. I want to hear what you guys want to talk about. What you need to hear. Because you're what matter. You guys are important. And I'm so excited. I'm excited to be on this journey. I'm excited to have you along for the journey that is life unmasked. So... Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And until next time.